shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. This podcast episode is only available to the patrons. Thank you for being a patron of the next English podcast. Okay, let's get started, shall we? This is the jingle, yeah. All right. Hello everybody, welcome to another Zdenex English podcast live show. Hi listeners. What do I sound like today? Do I sound different than normally? Can you hear me clearly? Please let me know. Okay, fantastic. Well, it seems like I do sound a little bit differently, I guess, and that's probably true. And the reason is because I'm actually recording from my phone and it's the first time ever. As you guys know, there's first time for everything and I've always done this from my laptop. However, actually, I don't trust my old laptop and I'm using my old laptop right now because my current laptop the one that I should be using is not with me at the moment. It's not because I'm having it fixed. That's right. It's in a computer repair shop. And uh, well, it's about the fan, right? I did tell you about it last time and the fan situation isn't over yet. I'm not sure that they will be able to fix it for me, to be honest. So that's what's happening. I have to use my phone. But perhaps, you know, I will like it. Perhaps it will grow on me. And, um, well, the thing is, I think that this option is actually well supported by Podbean. So I think it's, it's made this way that you can do it from your phone. So hopefully everything will be fine. My phone is fully charged, by the way. I'm trying to speak straight to the microphone. I'm trying not to fiddle with any cables from my headphones, by the way. Because if I do that, please do let me know. Yeah, Tell me if I happened to fill with my cable from the, you know, the plug from the headphones, because I think you might be able to hear it. And I don't want you to do that. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I often start this show um, with sort of like trying to catch up, telling you some things about my personal life, some stuff from my life, you know, or, or anything that's been happening, really. And well, there's definitely a lot of things I could talk about today. Um, a lot of things going on in my country and generally in my life, such as. Oh, and. And also. Yes, that's right. So that's why I had better start introducing my guest and. My guest today is actually uh, my countryman. I should probably say a countrywoman. I did Google this and uh, I mean, the, the word that most people use is a countryman, but not to, not to be too sexist here, I can use the word countrywoman, which is absolutely fine as well. It exists in a dictionary, so why not use that? And uh, a countrywoman is, is basically another word for a fellow compatriot or a fellow citizen. Or, or pretty much someone that comes from the same country as I do. 
which is, as you guys know, as my listeners, it's the Czech Republic. Unfortunately, now it's also called Czechia, which no one really likes. But, you know, it's called that at the moment. I don't, don't know why. But I, I mean, I do know why. The politicians decided without any sort of referendum that we would be called Czechia. So my today's guest is from Czechia, or rather the Czech Republic. And uh, don't worry, by the way, we won't speak Czech. That, that's something we wouldn't do to you. This is an English podcast, so we are going to speak in English, right? And um, she also is an English teacher, just like me. But uh, the difference here is that she actually... Did I say an English teacher? No, I wanted to say... Sorry, let me start it again. She's also a teacher. But unlike me, she actually teaches Czech, which is her native tongue, her mother tongue, her native language, and also mine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> And she's pretty good at it. She's a really good teacher, as far as I know, from what I heard. She's a brilliant teacher. And she also has her own unique method. And her brand is called Slow Czech. Um, so if any of you want to start learning this language, that is Czech, uh, you might as well start with my guest. She records cool videos and podcasts and is, generally speaking, do re doing really well with her own, let's say, enterprise. And, um, well, she's an online teacher. And uh, I will be asking her about uh, this project of hers, obviously, because I want to pick, pick her brain, maybe learn some ticks and trips and things that I could use personally as someone who's struggling to go independent as an English teacher. I think I could uh, use Elish Elishka's help. I didn't want to say her name yet, but I accidentally said it. <laughs> her name is Elishka. That's right. And she's here to talk about not just her project, not just slow check, but also about France. Uh, that's because Elishka, as far as I know, has a soft spot for this country for this European country. And I think she has already, uh, she has also lived there. And at the moment she has uh, a French partner as well. So one more thing, her name happens to be my favorite female name ever. Did you know that listeners? Why? Well, let's ask her if she remembers because I did tell her about a year ago. Elishka, if you can hear me, without further ado, I'd like to welcome you here on the next English podcast live show and i'm going to answer this call right now hello elishka can you hear me yeah I hello, can. hello thanks for introduction yeah yeah it's it's my pleasure it's my pleasure <laughs> welcome to the next english podcast thanks for having me tonight yeah i'm really happy i'm really excited to be here tonight yeah i'm excited to have it's brilliant to be talking to you in this kind of way because I've already talked to you many times before, but never really in this language in English. So, <laughs> as yeah, I said, you there's first. We can speak English tonight because you told me that I speak some English too. I don't know how you know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that because. Speak Czech, as you just mentioned. That's right, but I I know very well that you can speak really good English. That's because I've seen some of your videos, you know, and I know I sometimes speak to even your students in English. So 
I I'm well aware that your English is super high level. So otherwise, you wouldn't be even invited to the next English podcast. You know, so. <laughs> So you slow check follower, that's great. I am, yeah, I am. Not not that I need to learn that language. I just, you know, I sort of like secretly learn from you, like the way the way you run things, you know? <laughs> okay, so and you asked already, I guess you asked to me whether I remember why my name is your favorite one and i did I have to admit that i don't <laughs> okay well it's not that important anyway i asked you in an, in an indirect way while you were not even here yet uh well it's actually um you know how we all had that one person we fell in love with when we were very young you know as in <laughs> at an elementary school and secondary school so there was one girl that I was in love with her and she broke my heart and that was for a long time, several years. And uh, her name happened to be Elishka. And ever since then, I sort of like this name. You know, so. But you know, so it's Elishka. not so hard because Elishka is the most popular name in the Czech Republic. Oh, is it? Okay, but it wasn't back then, I'm sure. <laughs> Is it at the moment? Yeah. I remember when I was, yeah, when I was little. So I think I was the only one, the only Elish guy at school. So you're right. There you go. It was different. There you go. Then. Yes. It used to be more unique now. Everybody, every second Czech yeah. female is called Elishka <laughs> these days, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's amazing. Um, it seems like somebody's trying to call us, but this, unfortunately, you are not the guest of this live show, Rockas. So please do not call the show because I will not answer it. I'm sorry. Uh, no hard feelings. Um, so, Elishka, um, what do we talk about today? Well, as I said, I would like to talk to you about France. But before we get to that, um, let's spend some time um, introducing your brand to our listeners because I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Despite, despite the fact that my listeners are not most likely not interested in learning Czech, but you never know, you know, maybe you convince them. So slow check, right? Slowcheck.com yeah. is the website as well. Exactly. Slowcheck.com. Mm -hmm. So when did you start with this idea? How did it all come about? So slow check i would say is like my baby <laughs> i started okay. um five years ago and actually we'll be celebrating now in march we'll celebrate five years five fifth anniversary of slow check mm -hmm. and we in slow chat we create audios and videos and downloadable materials for everyone who is learning our beautiful language <laughs> <laughs> and besides, so I would have to say that thanks to Corona, so last year, yeah. I have to say that slow check grew a lot. So now we just we work online, and I could start working with other people, other great teachers, and other great creators as well. So. Mm -hmm. Now we have a team of seven creators, or six plus me creators. Wow. And we have even now, I guess, we are 16, 16 teachers. Because what That's... I believe as well is if you want to learn the language, so you, you need a good teacher or tutor, how I mm -hmm. like calling myself. <laughs> 
and um, so I connect <laughs> the student and the teacher, the, let's say, based yep. on the mindset, you know, and what the student wants. So you need your own mm -hmm. good mentor yeah. and guide for learning this exactly. that, language. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And you are selling it really well to me. If I, if it wasn't my mother tongue, I would def I'd definitely start teaching this language with you, Elishka, <laughs> especially because of the name you have as well. You know, the, the name, it's, it's, the it's the decisive factor for me, actually. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say, so you, you, can, you kind of started on your own, right? You started on your own. And then, uh, because there was, uh, you know, there were a lot of people interested, a lot of people liked your project. You basically teamed up with a few more teachers, and they are working for or with you. One of those, right? Yeah, mostly with. Yeah, we cooperate mm -hmm. with others, mm -hmm. or they they work with me because we are all freelancers. I'm not language school. We are a group of freelancers yep. who just like doing what we do. <laughs> Yeah, you're like-minded people. That is a good uh, item of vocabulary for yeah. you, voc vocabulary hunters. Like-minded, it's uh, it's an adjective. Yeah, the stress is on the second part of the of this compound adjective, like-minded, and uh, that means that you have pretty much similar ideas, similar views, and as you said yourself, very nice word, similar mindset. Uh, so you think in in a similar kind of way, basically about language teaching. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that if you just do what you like and you do it the way that you enjoy, so it will just bring you, your, you know, it will attract the people totally um, with the same mindset and you will just, yeah. yeah, you will start working with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can share your passion as well and you can bounce ideas of each other. So if you bounce ideas of each other, you sort of like, uh, how do I how do I explain it? You sort of like share your ideas and you learn from each other and you pick each other's brain and then uh, you know in the end there will be a great product. So that is the idea behind it. And I have to say that uh, your marketing and your website and all that looks pretty. It's all it all looks pretty neat and it's definitely up to scratch, unlike mine, which uh, as you as we all know is all over the place but that's that's me listeners that's me you've been with me for a long time you know <laughs> through thick and thin so you know what this is about but anyway um elishka you said you have podcasts and uh, you you record podcasts you record videos on youtube and you have some teachers working with you so what's the what's your favorite thing to do as a teacher I think I mostly do enjoy the diversity of the job or of the business or of my activity. So I teach, I do teach a couple of hours a week and um, I really love creating materials. So I love mm -hmm. making videos and just bringing ideas. And yep. if you know, I think what people need or what they're interested in and you just listen to them, so then it's very easy to create material for them. And That's right. So yeah. it's like kind of tailor, <laughs> tailor made as well, right? It's just your, yeah. your yes. sort of following this, your students needs. And well, this is very, this is all very creative. And I, I have to agree with you. I, I enjoy myself. I enjoy a lot of creative stuff, like coming up with different ideas and it, this never gets boring, does it? Like, especially if you can use all those different formats, like you, 
once you record a podcast, another time a video, you shoot a video or something, and then I don't know. You, I have also seen that you write write like um, what should I call it, like written material as well, like create written material mm -hmm. for learners. So yes. I imagine it must be a lot of fun. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> But I would like to find out more about this brilliant method. So slow check. So what, I mean, it's, it's kind of from the name, but could, could you tell us more about it? Like what's the, what's the secret of it? If it's, if it's possible to share, of course. <laughs> of course, I don't have any copyright on that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, but actually, so the idea comes from Slow German because back then, so five years ago, I was um, I was learning or preparing myself for B B one certificate, and in those times, I was listening to Slow German, and you understand everything if you're listening to the slow language, but you just feel that your brain needs some time, you know, to to yeah. to, to process yeah, to understand the, the, yeah. the mm -hmm. yes the information to process it otherwise you know the words you know the, the the you have the vocabulary so for me it was the the like the basis the basic mm -hmm. let's say basic concept. idea when you the want basic to learn concept a yeah mm -hmm. basic concept yeah thank you <laughs> and now <laughs> I can see it more and more because I started learning Arabic a year ago. And yep. I know the words, but you just need to hear them slowly. And this makes you happier right and motivated pace. because you yep. understand even from the, yep. from the very big beginner level. So, and mm. when I mm -hmm. started, there was nothing like that, uh, in 20, what was the 20, 2016 for Czech language. So. I told myself, what? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I can start um, <laughs> recording myself speaking slowly. I yeah. didn't know what to, you know, what to talk about. But if you just, I think we need stories to enjoy the language. So if you are enjoying the content you're listening or, or watching, so then you yeah. will um, unconsciously learn the language at the same time. So I Absolutely. just started speaking slowly and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And did you have to sort of refine this method or did, did it come to you naturally from the beginning? Did you know what to do from the get-go or did you sort of like developed as you went along? I think when you're starting, uh, mostly if you start and you don't know anything about the, the activity you would like to jump in, so you are just, you know, you're trying <laughs> something, some things work, some things don't. Mm -hmm. And in 2016, I wasn't even um, teaching the language. I was teaching a bit, but mostly to my friends or helping them. But I didn't yeah. know the methods and I had no idea how to mm -hmm. learn or how to teach, sorry, how to teach my mother tongue yeah. because I was teaching English at those times. And this is easier because for you, it's the same. You can't you hear you right now. Yep. So we know. Yeah. Okay, you're back. Yeah, you're back. All right. Could you tell me, could you repeat what you said? Because <laughs> I think I think you, you disconnected for about five seconds. Could you repeat your last sentence? Oh, you didn't want to hear me, so you cut me off. <laughs> 
No, I wouldn't do that to you, Elishka. You know that. You know that more than anyone. I would never do that to you. <laughs> Especially if you're sharing such such hidden gems here, you know. <laughs> hidden gems of language learning. Well, it's no longer hidden now so that it's, was... uh, it's the next English podcast. But go on. <laughs> So I was saying that when I was starting uh, with Slowtech, I didn't know the methods of learning um, the the language as learner and teaching it as native speaker, because as it is for you, so you are Czech native speaker and you don't know how to teach the language to foreigners. No. Because... I've tried once, but... I was it, teaching it, English. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried so, to teach Czech once and it's pretty tough. So, so I totally see your point. Yeah, yeah but it's fun. <laughs> well, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, in those times I was, so I was teaching English and you, you had to, um, or you learned English as a student. So, you know, now the methods or the way how to teach it because you learn it on your own as well. So for me, yeah. I had to learn the Czech language from the foreigner's point of view. So it's not right. enough when you're a native speaker for no. uh, if you want to teach the language. So those Definitely were no, my because, difficulties at yeah. the very beginning. That I had no idea mm -hmm. <laughs> what I should be actually yeah. talking about and in which way I should be doing that. Because I didn't know right. the letters. So you... I didn't know what beginners know. So, yeah. So you you taught you taught all of this to yourself basically. Yourself you're a self-taught Czech teacher. Am I right? Or did you did you basically take some courses or did you study this or just you just grabbed a few books and then you learned how to teach or how did you do it? Of course, of course I listened to tons of podcasts like language latte and um right how to, so they are talking about the methods so i've seen many videos okay. about the teaching methods of language in general but I then see. i went to charles university and i took mm -hmm. the classes i took a um, course for tutors of the czech language for foreigners at the in prague at charles university so yep. don't worry i have the the paper <laughs> I i'm not worried i'm just i'm just like i'm just uh, intrigued by your story so i want to know all the uh, it's actually even more exciting you know if somebody manages to become really good at something without not having that let's say what we, some people might consider proper background, you know, and um, often these people even do it much better than, than those that have that proper background, you know. So that's why I just want to know, you know, all the all the little things about this, all the details. Well, it's it's true that I have never studied. Uh, I've never did done five years at university of Czech language, literature, philology, or anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. because I don't think you need that. I don't need to know what, uh, you know, what kind of adjectives almost no one knows that either. So why should I be teaching that? Why should I be teaching the grammar this way? If even the learners mm. don't know it. So this right. is just a different way. I think you, you just need to pick up or grab what you need in order to, 
to explain your language, yep. show the language mostly, because I believe mm -hmm. if you listen to the language and see the language and videos, so you learn the most. And you don't need to know whether it's noun, pronoun, or, or reflexive verb or whatever, because you, yeah. don't, you don't need it in Czech either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've you never, I've never needed, me. I've never yeah. needed it in my in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's a great point. So um, slow check. So basically, uh, from from what I've seen, from what I've listened to, so the way you do it, that you, you you speak really, really slowly. So if I could sort of. Um, <laughs> If, if I could demonstrate this to our listeners, yeah. you would speak in this kind of way so that the basically the beginners, the, the students or the learners that are starting with this language. Am I, am I being too fast? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the level. <laughs> but okay. And then <laughs> what is gear is that you are putting the stress on the gear the and the good place and i can All hear right. it properly why i could okay. you know i should put the stress when you're speaking slowly so <laughs> maybe you Spe should do some english <laughs> yeah speaking of stress i i felt more stressed speaking slower than speaking at my normal pace so especially having having you here you know i always felt under pressure because you know I just, obviously uh, s someone who's behind slow check I don't want to let you down, right? So you think I should start slow English? <laughs> you should. You definitely should. Uh, okay, <laughs> because okay. you, you just need some time to get used to it. And then according to the level you're making the video audio for, so then you just adapt and adjust your language. And mm -hmm. Of course, you need some, mm -hmm. some time, but I think you should try that. You should give it a try. Mm, I'm not sure I would enjoy it because the thing is, like, I gen generally prefer working with higher level students, so that's that's part of the reason. But I'm sure a lot there would be a market for it, and a lot of people would appreciate this kind of you know method. I'm I'm sure there's I'm sure there there are methods like these out there. Um, AJ Hogue, I think I've got one listener who has told me about. Mostly, you are the beginner, right? You are a beginner, so uh, you have to take it step by step. And I don't think I, I can recommend a better person than Elishka, honestly, because she really does speak slowly. She speaks much slower than now, right? Now she's speaking quite fast to us. <laughs> so, yeah. Or you can do fast English. This is another option. Oh. I'm not sure how, how anyone would benefit from that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good joke. It's a what? good joke. As a, yeah. Just just as a protest, I'll, I'll, I'll create fast. Oh, you know what? I'm going to create fast check as a protest, as a protest against a slow check. No, not a not a protest, but as a as a parody. Let's say a parody, <laughs> parody of a slow I think check. No, we should start cooperating, <laughs> and I will just be sending my slow students when they get to the advanced level, so then they can join fast check with Zdeniek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I see. Okay, anyway. Well, we'll 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 see about that, Elishka. But I think I'll I'll stick with English for sure. 
because uh, you know it's pretty tough learning one yeah, language your, let your alone English is great, let, so. and well, you, sh you should correct my mistakes because i don't want to be spreading incorrect that, english around the world <laughs> honest honestly there haven't been that many i think your your english is brilliant i think my listeners can also attest to that uh, especially your pronoun i have to say as, as an english teacher your pronunciation seems to be really really you know great so i i'll give you, oh, you. I'll, I'll heap some praise on praise on you regarding your pronunciation oh. To, to start with. It's a huge compliment from a teacher. Thank you, <laughs> teachers, Daniel. You, you, you're, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. So, um, <laughs> homage, homage to, homage to slow check, yeah. Or homage, there's, there's two ways to put it. Uh, uh, homage, yeah. It's like you pay tribute. So it's kind of like tribute. To homage or homage, there's two ways to pronounce it. Uh, somebody's saying this in yeah, the chat, this by is the way. A French yeah. word, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh. All right. Because I know homage. So, like, are we getting to the French language? Yeah, yeah, it's the a French topic. I it's guess. it's def <laughs> right, 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 right. That's what what I wanted to what I wanted to talk about now. I just wanted to say that, that there's, analogically, uh, there's the word garage and garage, and both pronunciations are accepted. So I think it's something similar, actually. Uh, okay, so um, let's talk about France then. So why do I want to talk to you about France, Eliska? Tell us. Because <laughs> it was uh, your idea, I think, <laughs> or mine. I don't yeah, know. but I wouldn't just talk to I wouldn't just talk to a random person about France, right? Without having a reason for it. So <laughs> why okay. do I want to talk to you about so... France? I actually spent I spent five years living in France and I've been to France I even don't know, don't know how many times and I'm living with a French person a French guy that I mm. love a lot. <laughs> is he is he listening? Is he li is he listening now? Is that is that why you had to say that? <laughs> He is upstairs and he's, yeah, he's definitely oh, okay. hearing me, so yes. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Go on. And um, so I think the last reason would be that some of my friends would say that I'm half French and half Czech, because sometimes mm. I feel more French. I think because I just like this country, the language and the people, so... I guess I you have a lot of questions about my. I do, I do. Friends and friends. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to sort of like you know find out the basics about you and France and like what is it that makes you French and all that. But then I'm gonna go through stereotypes with you, some common stereotypes. Some of them are not so nice as well. So I, I just I'm gonna challenge you on that as well a little bit. But um, so you said five years uh -huh. in France, and you, and so, so so you are considered French. Can you be considered French after five years in France? That's that's crazy. <laughs> well, I think it's so. Up it's to just you. because of course you, you can be living in a country yeah. for for fifteen years and you don't even have to learn the language, or you can be living in the country for right. I don't know two three years and right. just right. you are in touch with local people. You use their language and. You just understand mm. the way they live you and you adapt yeah. to your lifestyle too. I don't think it's related yeah. to the years that you, you know, the, the, you spend in the country. 
Fair enough. So you yes. pre pretty much identify. I do feel like friends, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you identify with the culture, with the values and attitudes, and you know all that. So I, I, I get it. I just, I was just wondering because it's, it's really, yeah. it's really interesting because you're talking to us, and on top of that, you talk. Your, your, your first language is Czech, obviously, and you're talking to us in English, in, in, in brilliant English as well. So it's so you are one of those polyglots, we could say, right? I don't know. I might be. And you've also <laughs> mentioned that you're learning. By poly. <laughs> well, <laughs> poly is like many, isn't it? Like in Latin, right? Yeah. So what what does it mean? Many fifteen or three? <laughs> well, between three to fifteen, right? <laughs> uh, you also mentioned that you're learning Arabic, but is there any other language that we forgot to mention? Um. What. What we mentioned, we mentioned Czech, English, French, German. I did. No, we didn't mention German. Estonian. Estonian as well. Wow, that's a difficult I did one, German isn't it? Because I started listening to slow German five years ago or six years ago already. All oh, right, yeah, right, Estonian right, right. Right. is You're very right. hard yep. language. <laughs> You're not yeah, listening it's like to me. <laughs> I am listening to you. It's like Hungarian, isn't it? Estonian is, is like from the branch of languages like Finnish and Hungarian, isn't it? Yes, you're right. Yes, correct. And with so Finnish, Hungarian, Estonian is the same group, language yep. group. And the reason why I started learning Estonian was that I wanted to feel the 17 different cases in the language because Czech language has seven cases. So we declinate yep. the nouns, the words, we change the endings mm -hmm. and Estonian, Hungarian, they change way more than we do yeah. in the Czech language. So I just wanted to feel um, as a Czech learner <laughs> to understand how hard it is to learn right. the different like the pain. crazy endings. Uh, and you're changing the names, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, it's amazing, honestly. Like, I can't Im even Im imagine learning, you know, three languages, let alone five or how many you know. But uh, we are here to talk about France. So um, so you're living with, uh, with a French person, but you're living in the Czech Republic, right? In Czechia, as I said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'm living in Turkey, yeah. <laughs> in Moravian mm -hmm. part, in Mora Mo Mo Moravia, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The yeah. eastern part of the country. Exactly. Okay, that's that's cool. Um, so, are you ready to go through all these French stereotypes? I am. <laughs> Okay, so I tr basically I did uh, about 10 minute research and I collected the most interesting, in my opinion, the most interesting stereotypes and cliches um, from a few different websites as well, so that I don't just copy from one, you know, and I tried, I tried to balance the good and bad as well. So you, you will hear some good things and also some bad things occasionally. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, let's see how, how we handle this, yeah? And um, so I want to know what you think. And then after that, I also have a surprise appearance. Um, I'm going to also play you a message from one other listener of this podcast who happens to be French so that we can kind of compare 
what you say to what a, a real French person has to say. Okay? You ready for that? Great. This is great. Just maybe yeah. a small disclaimer at the beginning. So I will not be talking about Paris. I don't know Paris. Uh, I was living in Brittany and in, I think you call it Az Azari Coast, the southern part of France. Uh, mm -hmm. And I will be I talking don't... only about what I think. Okay. Of so course. Those are of my course. personal beliefs. Of <laughs> so course. If you don't of agree course. with me, <laughs> that's, please. That's, that's, <laughs> you a, can say that's it. good. I'm fine. That, yeah, that's decent, that's a decent dis disclaimer. I don't think any anybody will go go after you after saying this, Alishka. Okay, I think right. I think you're pretty. I I think you are out of the woods. You're pretty safe now. So <laughs> just uh, just tell us what you think. You know, speak your mind. So um, number one, number one is, I think it's a positive one. So all French women dress well, and there's a word. There's even a word that is used and associated with. Uh, French, I think it's chic, which is an English word, but does it? I think it does come from French, chic. Mm -hmm. And excuse me if I'm wrong, mm. by the way. <laughs> well, this is a stereotype, <laughs> right? So you can't yeah, be wrong. <laughs> well, of course you wow. can. <laughs> but what's your experience? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one to start with, and. I, from my point of view, so all French women or the women that I knew, <laughs> they dress yep. the same way. And you can recognize a French woman um, because they will have almost the same style because everyone mm -hmm. follows or almost everyone follows uh, the fashion. And this was I very see. surprising for me <laughs> that... You can just see a woman in the street and you know that she's French because she is exactly the same or she has the same clothes as the woman next to her. What do you so mean? Like the same, the same, the same, exactly, exactly the same clothes. Like they bought it in, in exactly the same store. They have the, exactly the same matching color, the, exactly the same size. It's, that can't be true, Alishka. <laughs> well, you know that all French women, they are slim, they are... No, they because they eat well, so they don't need different sizes. They all have one size. Well, Spoiler alert! It's one of the uh, stereotypes to, to discuss in, uh, yeah, soon. But anyway, <laughs> no, but you can you can see the same style unless, of course, they they go jogging or you know playing squash. But right. you, you can recognize the style, and now every. Yeah. Or almost everyone will dress the same way. So mm -hmm. the handbag and the, the nice jeans and um, okay, you know they don't wear makeup and they take care of their um, hair. So yeah, I think they look after why, themselves. We I could would say. call it chic. Yeah, so they look after, mm -hmm. themse after themselves. Is that a French word? Was I right about it? Is that a French word, by the way? Chic. Yeah. Yes. We can be. Okay. Chic. Okay. And it, it means it means and we pretty say much in Czech like, anyway. Is uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't say it, so <laughs> you are a Czech teacher, so <laughs> I definitely don't. You know? <laughs> okay, but uh, just to explain what this, it. I will definitely. I'll from now on, I'm gonna use it every single day. I don't know who I will use it with. <laughs> like I don't know. I, I might probably just you know go go around the places, and um, 
meet women and just you know sort of compliment them on their clothes and i was just say oh you, you you look really chic i'll say you that in check and then compliments and... yes do that of, please. of, co Everyone of course needs of loves course compliments <laughs> right right now the, the the only problem is that they might you know uh suspect me of not sounding genuine because especially if they start talking to each other and then like they they will tell each other that i i said it to all of them pretty much then and uh, you know they they might think that i'm a yeah, i'm a freak all or of them are chic and all of them are beautiful and attractive they need to hear that uh right 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 i wouldn't do anything else though like i wouldn't have time for anything else because there are so so many women you know so i don't know if yeah, i'm able to pull this to off <laughs> of course of course <laughs> i'll i'll do my best okay <laughs> no 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 promises okay. but i'll see what i i'll see what i can do okay <laughs> yeah so just just to okay thanks so just to explain once again chic means elegantly and stylish yeah that's the dictionary definition now number two is um you know it's not so nice basically uh, i found find found out that apparently the french people happen to be rude and impolite hmm i wonder how you deal with this one <laughs> a French lover. Well, <laughs> French, lover. French culture, French culture it's... maniac. <laughs> it's true that when I moved to the Czech Republic two years ago, um, so I was used to um, French style and speaking to French. And then so you move to another country and you just stop being used to um, the way they speak. So then once what was that a year ago when i went back to france so to me it was very yeah. a bit annoying because you, they are direct and they french people to me they say what they think directly um and i like mm -hmm. that because they are you know they're just not hiding um they are right they are uncovering let's say the truth or what they think and i like mm -hmm. that so to some people it might seem rude and it seemed to me a bit very straightforward and rude. Right. Not so rude. It's it's actually direct it's actually the po I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's actually the polar opposite of the British because you know they they speak in an indirect way, and they sort of use understatements and um, certain phrases that you know. It's it's really interesting that the French people seem to be the opposite. So is it? So is it something that you really appreciate about French people then that they are, you know, so straightforward with each other? Yes, I like that very much because I think that in general, we should just, if we want something, so we say that because no one can read what's on your mind. So if you mm -hmm. just directly say what you think, what you mean, it's easier and the life would be easier. So in France, right. I felt... You know, you just say what you what you think. Even in the company at work, you you just go. Yeah. Um, you don't hide yourself uh, in right. the pub over the you know around over the around the beer. You just yeah. Um, complaining about what's happening. No, you say directly that you're mm. not satisfied mm. what's going on and you want to change yeah. it. So I believe okay. this is very good quality, and I like that a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But so, some people, so that maybe that's that's where this comes from. Then that maybe some people consider it rude. Perhaps, perhaps this was re even written by English speakers or people from England who might consider this being rude because you basically throw it into people's face sometimes, you know. But um, I guess that that's where it might yeah, be coming from. You know that English <laughs> have never loved French, so they have to no, find. I, but I, I think not very nice. To <laughs> but I think it goes, and it's, it's one of my other stereotypes here, actually, that uh, Americans and, uh, sorry, the French hate Americans and the Brits. So is this true? Well, depends on the point of view. Historically, I guess they do. <laughs> mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. have been, or they, there were a lot of wars, I hope. Um, yep. And today, you can hear a lot of jokes. Um, but I don't think that would, they would really hate them because they are, you know, America, so US and France, they are, um, how do you call it? The army, the number one in the, army. The, the number one superpower. <laughs> yeah, just let's, yeah, you could super say that. Power, yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their army is huge, you know. <laughs> They're on the same level, yeah. Okay, then. Okay, then. Fair enough. So that was... Um, actually, this is something I wanted to talk about later, but it just came to mind now. So I'm going to go back to number three. So uh, they drink wine and eat cheese all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um... So you start drinking what you call aperitif. So you start drinking a bit of wine or it can be um, a bit stronger alcohol at around 10, 30, 11, <laughs> the earliest time. Yeah. Um, and then you would drink another wine for, for lunch and then, mm -hmm. of course, uh, for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And cheese <laughs> is... a. You're not eating cheese all the time, but it's regular. It's a common part of every every meal. So as mm. you know, um, lunch and dinner, you have a couple of courses or meals. So you will start, yeah. you will have the main course, then you will have the salad and cheese, and you mm. will have the dessert. And this is the minimum that even with your family, you will eat on a daily basis. So you, yes, you do right. drink a lot of wine and eat a lot of cheese. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. I like that as well, because I love cheese and I love wine. Well, as we know, <laughs> you're... We need more friend... <laughs> and we'll be happy. You need more. You need more. Okay. Well, uh, thank thankfully, uh, France haven't... A French, the French haven't left the EU, so like the Brits. So I think you you can have more of this in yeah. this country. Okay. Now, what about the, the frogs? In the supermarket, you can buy, um, how you call it? Not expensive wine and a good wine. You will never find a shitty wine in the supermarket. Okay. This yeah. is very good. You will, <laughs> this is what's something always, I really miss right now. There's always high quality wine. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. What about frogs? What about frogs? Do the French eat frogs? 
They do, um, but it depends on the region. And in Brittany, I've never seen it and I've never tasted frogs, but it's true, mostly on the west coast. Uh, you can find frog legs, um, but it's very hard to, hard to find them today. So mm. I think Russians eat more frogs than French today. Because oh, okay. They, how do you call it? They pro no, they don't grow. They do they grow? Uh, they how would you breed, call it breed. No, you say breed. You breed animals. They, you so breed, they breed animals. Frogs. I guess that's what you would say. Yeah, <laughs> you would have like frog farms, pretty much. You know, yeah. you could say that. I'm sure you could say that. All right, cool. Um, so what a but, well, we've already touched up on this. You said yourself that friends are very skinny, slim, or thin, right? So what's their secret? And is this true then? What do you mean? About frogs? No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Talking about French women now. So um, you, uh, you mentioned to us earlier. But... That, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. You're also breaking up for me a little bit, so don't worry. I think it's not too bad. Um, so I'm talking about French women now. So you mentioned it yourself that they happen to be very, very skinny and slim. Um, when we were talking about the, uh, we were talking about fashion. Remember that. So is this true? Mm -hmm. Of course, you can find different sizes like everywhere, but mostly you will see very beautiful and um, yeah, beautiful women taking care care of themselves because I think this comes from the culture and the the lifestyle because mm -hmm. as you know, it's related to food and they know how to cook and how to eat. And yeah, this is something we miss here uh, and in other countries as well mm -hmm. so if you eat well they actually eat a lot so when i moved to france i was surprised yeah. that they eat way a lot or way more sorry way more yeah. than i was used to be eating i was used to, yeah um so the problem i think that uh, is that if you want to be slim and nice and beautiful so you need to eat good quality food and yeah. you need to eat enough because often that's true and it's even more important than like doing exercise, isn't it? Like some people think that it's all about doing exercise and working out and going to the gym and running, which is something I enjoy. But it's totally true that whenever I speak to a fitness instructor, they will tell me that 80% or I don't, I don't know how many, 80% is what you really eat, you know, and how you eat. So... <laughs> And of course, how you live. So if you're happy, if you, you know, it's this uh, la vie est belle, l'art de la de vie, or, or, or I don't even remember how you call it. So you, you, you just enjoy life and you go slowly. And hmm. you, this is what you need, I think, to be happy. Eat good food, wine, and just yeah. live slowly. And cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and and you frogs. Have all, you have it all. Yeah, and cheese. <laughs> of course. Oh, you don't eat frogs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, somebody's calling you there. I think it's, it's, your, it's your partner is calling you. What's what's he saying? Tell uh, us. Okay, yeah, tell, yeah. tell us what he, he's saying. Uh, we want to know now. We want to know what, what your partner is saying now. <laughs> Free the frogs.
Freedom for frogs. <laughs> freedom for frogs. Yeah, free, there's a freedom fighter there. Frog, frog freedom fighter. That's like tri triple F. Frog freedom fighter. That's a that's a brilliant slogan. <laughs> triple F league. Yeah, Let's exactly. save all the frogs of the world. <laughs> yeah. So have you eaten a frog yourself then? You haven't, yeah? No, I haven't. I haven't. I have eaten snails, but I've never eaten frogs. Mm -hmm. Okay. And would you like to try a frog one day? Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's like tasting any anything, any other kind of local food and uh, you just need to taste it and then you can say that you don't like it or like it but you need to taste it at first right i would like right. to taste it and then say oh it's disgusting i don't want to put it in my mouth <laughs> anymore or ever <laughs> so you don't want to judge before you actually try that's you know that's a very good approach i guess and um what do you think would happen to you after eating a frog like, you know, well, what comes to mind is that I might start like <laughs> jumping and leaping around or something as, as a frog does. Right. So, I mean, it's just a theory. It's just a theory. For my charming prince to kiss me. <laughs> right. Right. Nice one. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, what about this one? French people are brilliant lovers <laughs> i'm sure you you must have expected me to say this come on <laughs> i actually haven't expected it but well okay well we can we can let's I let's say it this in, in this kind yeah. of way they are they are very romantic they are very romantic and yeah, yeah? i was Is about to say that to me it's more like well, if you say romantic, of course, it depends what you mean. But um, I remember... <laughs> so you have fire here. Oh, okay. I remember when I arrived. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is, this your, is this your partner trying to tell us something? <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He might be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, be careful what you say, by the way, now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. So I remember when I arrived to France, it must have been third or fourth time. And mm. it was the first time I was there at university with other students. And I was yeah. surprised that they were the, the men, so French men, they were some yeah. young students. And everyone was very open about, you know, talking about very, what we call taboo in our country. Yeah. And, um, even so relationships and uh, the sexual life and so everyone was very open about uh, to it and mm -hmm. they were very mm -hmm. experienced and they had their own view and um, yeah. opinion so mm -hmm. I would call them yes indeed romantic because they are interested in women and they no I don't know if worship but they really um, compliment they praise maybe women and they know yeah. their value uh, so, yeah yes i, see. I agree <laughs> well that's that's probably why you are with a pre french person you know it all makes sense <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. And don't forget that I have to say that. Of course, of course. Now you're between a rock and a hard place because I'm asking you these questions, you know, wanting your honest opinion. And then be right behind you, the st standing is, or sitting, I don't know, you tell me, is your partner. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he, no, sorry. Go on. <laughs> No, no, I okay, so are oh, you finished? Okay. <laughs> well, we have a couple more to go through, and uh, then we will. That will be it. So, um, well, this one, honestly, this one isn't very nice at all. So, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to disprove this one to me. Uh, let's see. French people apparently smell, according to this. Um, it doesn't come from my head. Cheese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This this apparently means that they don't wash every day and they, they smell. I don't know where this is coming from, okay? It's not from my head, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious about that. I'd like to know where it comes from. <laughs> because you can, of course, you can, um, uh, if you go to Sephora, um, I don't know if it exists, you know, this perfume shop, it exists everywhere. If you go yeah. there or around to... You, and then you can smell all of women and men coming out of Sephora in the, the shop. So yeah, they mm -hmm. do smell very nice. <laughs> oh, okay. But this was meant to be negative, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, no, you think it's, I've never you think met it's, anyone. No, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. That's, 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 that's fair enough. Right. Um, now something happened. I've got... Something happened to my laptop again. Well, this is lovely. I had all these stereotypes right in front of me, but my laptop is playing up, you know? So it's a lovely phrase so of verb when, when your laptop plays what up. What do you that think means... about French? What is your opinion? What is your stereotype I haven't, French I haven't met enough French people to, you know, to form an opinion. I haven't met... I know yeah, one French person... You must person have heard something, right? Well, but that then it's not, you know, like you can't just follow what you hear and like I can't just base my opinion. I can't, I can't give an honest, I can't give an honest opinion of French people just by reading a few stupid articles about stereotypes. You know, I can't, I can't possibly start thinking that French people smell after seeing this here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very narrow minded of me. Uh, but okay, it's suddenly loaded up, so let's go with it. French people wear berets, uh, berets, which uh, I think it's some, yeah. some some kind of a hat, while riding bicycles with baskets full of baguettes. So how about that one? <laughs> <laughs> so the beret or the beret, uh, I think you will see it in French movies. <laughs> <laughs> um the baguette um you will actually so every morning mostly on the weekend so you will go out around yeah. 11 um 11 30 and you will see a lot of people um with a baguette baguettes baguette mm. i don't know how you call it in english la baguette so mm. you will baguettes, you will see yeah. them uh, having their baguette under the the arm and just yep. going home with one baguette for or two for the lunch because <laughs> yep. they need um the they call it the bread so they need bread for every lunch so this is true right <laughs> it's very right. lovely it's very funny okay. 
Okay. And riding mm. bicycle depends if you live on in the mountains, but mm -hmm. I think this is a the Parisian one. Nice. Okay, the French believe that they are superior to everyone else. They are thinking they they think they are better than us <laughs> than others. Is this true? What do you think? This is something what I like because they believe in themselves and they are proud of being French. And I think if mm. you are proud of being Czech, English, Polish, Russian, whatever, so it will make you feel better and you will act. I think you will live better. And yeah, they they have reason. Or they have reason. This is French one. They they are right to <laughs> to be proud of being French. Mm. because they've done a lot of bad or good things in the history and they are as i said before as i mentioned they are superpower and this mm. is something mm. i like and this is something i miss in the czech republic well just to play devil's advocate but don't you think it could come across as a little bit arrogant at times just to play a little bit well, of devil's advocate <laughs> But you, you appreciate it, you, you, you like this, this kind of confidence coming from the fact that they're, they're proud of their origin, basically. I, I understand it. Yeah. I think it's better, yeah, if you're confident, even though if you're not perfect, but if you're confident enough, you will go further mm -hmm. than someone who has created a lot. But, you know, he will say, no, he will be yeah. too um, humble <laughs> and he That's will right. just not uncover or tell enough about his project or what has he done mm -hmm. so far so yeah it's better Abs to be confident maybe arrogant but you will go further absolutely well I, confident doesn't necessarily mean arrogant that's not what i was trying to say you know it's just like it could be viewed like that from some people's point of view that's what i'm trying to get at and i think you're also right in saying that czech people are the the exact opposite of this <laughs> <laughs> we lack confidence. We lack confidence in general, yeah. and uh, we're definitely not a proud nation. Like compared to other nations, even to Poland. If you look at Poland, I I know for a fact because I've met a lot of Polish people in, let's say, in London. I know for a fact that Polish people are much prouder of being Polish than the Czech people are proud of being Czech. So this is true. This is good. at least from what I have experienced myself. So. Yeah, I think everyone should go to France to learn how to be arrogant and rude and then go back home, go home. Go back home. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. Okay, uh, and then number 10 was supposed to be the one with being romantic and great lovers, but we've already dealt with this one. And the last one here is the French know how to speak English. They just don't want to. So, because I thought I might as well end on this note, because obviously this is an English learning podcast, so that's why I um, included this one. So, what do you think about this? Okay. So, this one is a very uh, funny one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... <laughs> wow. But if you live in France and you want to go on holiday. So you want to go to the mountains, you have Alps, you want to go to a seaside, you have the sea, uh, you have the countryside, you have the city. So you don't actually have to leave your country. So you don't have to mm -hmm. learn any other language. <laughs> and yep. 
I think this is one of the reasons why we are learning languages, that we want to travel and see the world. But it's true that a lot of young people, they travel, they, they want to work abroad too. I don't think this is true. Now, I know almost every French, they speak English, even though it's not perfect, but they are not afraid of speaking <laughs> as, uh, as mm -hmm. a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people, sorry. Yep. So I think this is one of the reasons why then we consider them, um, like we consider their English very weird or low level because they just, they just speak it. They're not afraid. Mm. And this comes back to the confidence that they just try and yeah, mm. why not? This is something we should learn as well. I don't want to praise French. But... No, it's okay. Like it's, 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 it's pretty clear that you are a great admirer of French culture and it's, it's great. I like the way you sort of, you know, defend the French in all sort of ways. But as an English teacher, I have to say, and I will, I'm just being honest here, when it comes to the French, they, and I've had different nationalities in my classroom, you know, I've had multilingual classes, so I can compare. And when it comes to the French, they really don't want to speak so much. You know, they're very shy and um, they just, they are the last ones to speak pretty much, you know. And I don't know why, but I think I think from what I heard, it's probably because they're sort of ashamed of their accent. Because obviously, French language is so much different to any other language. It's just the sounds are so different. And when you look at it phonologically, the the sounds they just you know they're completely different to English or any other language. So that's probably why it's harder. It's harder for French people to, you know, to sort of get rid of their accent. I, I don't think you should get rid of your accent, by the way. That's not what I'm trying to say. But sometimes mm, uh, an, an English learner who has a strong accent may feel self-conscious and inadequate, you know, not good enough. And I think this might be part of it. But again, you know, I'm, I'm just one person saying this, but that's my experience. It's true that I've spoken to... Um, language teachers uh, in France, when I was living in France, and I've spoke, spoken to even um, re researchers um, and teachers and, you know, professors. And yep. I've heard many times that just the fr French people physically, it's very hard for them, as you said, phonologically or physically to mm, produce mm, the mm. sound. So yep. that's why you can recognize the French because they are unable or most of them, they, it's very hard for them to learn the, the correct pronunciation because physically mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. Just, just like uh, it would be for a, a Chinese, Chinese person, hand, let's say. On the other side, yes. <laughs> Go on. A lot of yeah. people, on the other hand, they consider French accent very cute and sexy. So Absolutely. I think this might yeah. be the reason why yeah. French people no. want to keep their accent. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, I don't think that's they want to keep their accent. That's not it. Like, I think every single learner. <laughs> you're always putting a positive spin on it. I just want to be realistic. I just want to be realistic here. Yeah. I think it's just they are a little bit ashamed of it. You know, that's why they don't speak so much. That's my theory. And that's that's even my like what is I heard. They are very proud. So not only they are proud of country, but they are proud of the language and they love French language even though it's very hard for them as well. I know mm. how to write better than um, most of French. So they love their language, even though it's super hard. But 
I think they just love it so much. They even All in English right. they don't want to get rid of French <laughs> accent. All right then. If if that's what you if that's what you think, well then <laughs> that's what you yeah, think. That's, that's all right. <laughs> well, fascinating talk with you, Elishka. As you mentioned, obviously France is is a very very large country with a lot of cool people, a lot of famous people, a lot of fascinating history, obviously. And I have studied about this a lot in my history lessons, like the French Revolution and chopping of heads and the guillotine and all that and <laughs> napoleon wars and it's it's really really cool obviously uh so we could talk about this for ages i went for the stereotypes and cliches because they're often fun to discuss and it's been it's been a real pleasure to talk to elishka but now uh what i'm gonna try to do is to play a message that i uh, that i received from helen helen comes from france she's french and uh, she happens to be a listener to this podcast. So I'm just a little bit afraid. Um, I'm just little, I just I'm a little bit afraid for the quality of the, of the recording because I, but basically I am using my phone and I'm going to be playing it from my laptop. So I'm going to put it as, I'm going to put my phone as close to the laptop as possible. And you can tell me in the chat guys, uh, um, how you consider the quality to be, yeah? So, Elishka, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for being on Zenex English Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had some fun speaking English. Thanks for inviting me. It was very yeah. hard speaking to you about French because I don't want well, to look like someone real loving French people, but you have chosen just a very weird stereotype. No, 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 no. It was great. I liked I liked the way you were, you know, sort of defending the, the French. I didn't expect you to do anything else, to be honest. You know, it's it's obvious. <laughs> it's like you, you're you're an admirer of the culture, so you know, why wouldn't you? Uh, but uh, anyway, um, thank you very much, Elishka, and well, good luck with, with all your projects. Yeah, Sorry, thank you. go on. Thanks to you too. Thank you for inviting me. It was a real pleasure. And I hope to yeah. see you soon, or hear you soon. Yeah, anytime. And somebody says bon, bonjour. Is it bonsoir? Bonsoir? How do you pronounce it, Elishka? Bonsoir. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean, bonsoir? Bonsoir. What would you guess? Your language teacher. You well, it means, bon well, does it mean like, hello, Helen? Because obviously Helen is about to be played on my podcast. So good yeah, evening. Okay. Saying, yeah. Good evening. <laughs> All right, then. So let's play this message. Yeah. Good luck to this as well, because I want this to be good quality. Well, let's see. Uh, what's going on? I can't hear anything. What is happening? Like, let me let me download it first. Um, this is very exciting. Listen, <laughs> I'll download it as an MP3 first. Yeah, see what happens. Oh, I see, I see why you couldn't hear anything. My bad, my bad, because I actually muted my laptop <laughs> so that I wouldn't get any notification sounds from Discord and so on. Okay, let's go. Alishka, you can stay here if you want, or you can, you know, hang up as well. That's up to you. But thank you very much for featuring on the next English podcast. And here is Helen from France. Thank you to you. Bye.
Bye. Hi, Stenaka. Thank you for um, for having me here. Um, so your first question was uh, to know how do I know you. Uh, I know you from a Facebook uh, page called uh, Innovative Teacher of English, which led you to uh, led me to your own Facebook page, which in turn uh, um, led me uh, to your um, Discord uh, Learn English Online uh, group. So for the um, French uh, cliches, uh, are all French women dressed well, chic, uh, elegantly? Uh, and fashionable. Uh, some are like I think it's uh, every uh, like everywhere else. Some are, some aren't. We we'll, we'll just just uh, as normally as we uh, as we can. Uh, are French rude or impolite? Uh, if you go to Paris, you uh, you're likely to to find some um, rude and impolite people. Um, not only in Paris, but most of us I think are, are pretty okay. Um, we French people uh, drink wine and eat cheese all the time. Um, French people do like wine, uh, do like cheese. It's the, the, we have so many, uh, so many of them. Uh, but wine and cheese all the time. We we, find, we fancy it, but uh, maybe not all the time. Uh, if uh, do we eat frogs? Yeah. Uh, not on a daily basis, but it's definitely something you can find on um, restaurant menus. They hate Americans and uh, British. Um, I, sometimes we can make fun of uh, Americans, uh, but um, overall I think we, we like speaking with um, with people from, um, I think inside of us we we, uh, we like American and British people. Uh, I, I don't have any problem about it. Uh, about uh, next one, uh, French women are impossibly thin, skinny, slim. Uh, some like uh, like about the fashion. Some some may be thin, skinny, slim, and some are like me, highly uh, overweight. Uh, we're just normal people. Um, French people smell, don't wash every day. Um, it's a cliche about French people. Uh, we, I don't think we smell uh, or we stink particularly um, strong. Um, it is said that the best place to to hide some money is uh, below um, a, f a French person's soap. Um, but think um, think think hygiene is okay. French people wear beret, uh, riding bicycles, uh, uh, basket full of baskets. It's definitely untrue. Uh, the French believe that they are superior to everyone else. Um, some are known to not be very humble, but um, like every like everything else, it depends. Uh, they are super romantic, great lovers. Uh, we have this reputation. Uh, uh, can can tell you, um, the French know how to speak how to speak English. They just don't want to. Um, 
maybe they are uh, a little bit uh, lazy about languages, but de definitely French or not, they, they can speak. Uh, I'm sure of that. Um, so that's all for me. Uh, hope it will uh, do great. Bye-bye uh, to you all. Thanks. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com.